Shalom, this is Rabbi Ben Newman. Today is day 530 of my daily Zohar reading. I'll be reading today part 2 of the Zohar, page 48a in Aramaic and English. I'm just going to jump right in today. I'm starting about a sentence into page 48a where it says, Ella vadai, however surely. Um, and that's where I left off. That's where I'm going to pick it up today. Ella, Ella Vadai Hahudag Hu Hava Manala Yona Lenatska Lemin Shaal Nuneyama Veheve Ganiz Begave Vehevan de Aale Hama Yona Bemeoe Putia Kmohechla Rivrava Utrain Enoi de Hahununa Nahalin Kashimsha Ve Even Hava Bemeoi Denahirle Ve Hava Hame Colma de Beyama Uve Tehome Ve Etema Ihahimak Tiv Karati Mitsarali El Adonai Vagomel Hala Itraze de Holha Rivacha Havale Ela Vadai Kevan de Achmele Hahununa Colma de di Beyama Uvetehome Meet de la Yahild Slata Yomin Lemis Baal Kedain Akat Le Leona Vaamal Abe Elazal Kevan de Hamayona Colhahu Rivacha Hava Chade amal kuchabrihu umativ e yatir le da a ilna lachacha maavad katala hununa vechol nuneyama havo sachrin sachrane de hununa veda na shichle mehaigisa veda mehaigisa kedein chamayona garme beaku miad vait paleliona el Adonai Elohav Mema'e Hadaga Bekadmita Dag Vehashta Daga Kemada at Amer Vehadaga Asher Bayeor Meta Urden Ktiv Karati Mitzarali El Adonai Veyaneni Karati Mitzarali Vela Hait Haiti Betsara, O Yashavti Betsara, Ela Karati, Mehahuaku da Akin, da Akin Linu Neyama, Mi Betten Sheol de Havamit, Vela Amal Mi Betten Hai, Vela Mi Betten Dag, Ela Bevadai de Havamit, Kevan de Zalitz Lotta Kabile. Kudshabrechu, ve achil hahununa, ve apikle lea beshta, le enehon de hola, ve hamu avidete de kudshabrechu, makati vait palel yona el adonai elohav, la atal de havakashir be, mashmadichtiv adonai elohav, ve lakti vait palel yona el adonai, ve la yatir el adonai elohav, ufhach. Chava Yomer Adonai El Moshe Matit Ak Alai Elai Elai Daika Dabel El Bene Israel Vaisau Vaisau Mila Asge 
milin lav idana ditslota hashta hashta ve yisa u vechilean atal pakadlon vayin tulun deha al yamahavo sharan ele adal ela dirtiv matit ak elai deha kulhu be atarhad kaime ve alda vayisa u yin tulun mida lav edan hu. However, surely that fish was provided for Jonah. To protect him from other fish of the sea, so that he would be concealed within it. Once he was brought inside, Jonah saw in its belly an expanse like an immense temple. With the two eyes of that fish beaming like the sun, there was a gem in its belly shining upon him, and he saw everything in the sea and in the depths. Now you might ask, if so, why is it written out of my straits? I called to you to Yerevavhe, Jonah two three. It does not seem that he had all that this spacious comfort well once that fish showed him everything in the sea and in the depths it died for it could not endure for three days then jonah felt constricted as rabbi elazar said when jonah saw all that spacious comfort he rejoiced the blessed holy one said what more do you need it is for this that i brought is it for this that i brought you here what did he do he killed that fish and all the fish of the sea he circled around that fish one biting it from this side another from that side then jonah saw himself in distress immediately jonah prayed to yudevavi his god from the belly of hadaga the fish jonah to two at first dog now Hada- now daga as is said and hadaga the fish that were in the nile died exodus 7:21 then it is written out of my streets i called to yudevavi and he answered me, Jonah twenty two three. Out of my straits I called, and not I was in straits, or I dwelled in straits, but rather I called out of that stressful constriction inflicted upon me by the fish of the sea, from the belly of Sheol, for it was dead. He did not say from the belly of a living creature, or from the belly of a fish, rather it was surely dead. As soon as he offered a prayer, the Blessed Holy One accepted it, and revived that fish, and it spewed him out onto dry land before the eyes of all, and they saw the act of the Blessed Holy One. Was what is written, Jonah prayed to Yudhevavi as God, to the place to which he was bound, as implied by what is written, Yudhevavi Elohav, Yudhevavi as God. It is not written, Jonah prayed to Yudhevavi and nothing more, but rather Yudhevavi as God. Here too, Yudhevavi said to Moses, Why are you crying out to me? Exodus fourteen fifteen to me precisely. You speak to the children of Israel and have them journey forward. Have them journey from proliferating words. Now is not the time for prayer. Have them journey forward. Now, where was he? Where was he commanding them to journey? Look, they were camping by the sea. Well, it reverts above, as is written, Why are you crying out to me? For all of whom were standing in one place, so have them journey forward. Have them journey from here. Now is not the time. Footnote 114, the place to which he was bound, Shekhinah, who is also known, who is known as Elohim, God, she is adorned to Tiferet, who is known as Yudevave. Footnote 115, to me precisely, to Tiferet, known as Yudevave, Moses was linked with this Sfirash, though naturally he addressed it in prayer. However, God told him now that now Israel required miraculous power from an even higher realm. Speak to the children of Israel and have them journey forward. Footnote 116, have them journey from proliferating words. There is no time to pray. Just march ahead and a miracle will occur. Footnote 117, it reverts above to the world of the Sfirot or to the receding worlds in the verse, why are you crying out to me? 
sorry, to the preceding words in the verse, why are you crying out to me? All of Israel were situated in and focusing their prayer on Tiferet, whose full name is Tiferet Yisrael, beauty of Israel. Now, however, they had to journey forward and focus their prayer on a higher realm. See above notes 106 and 115. Ve'ata harem et matecha Be'rashim shema kadisha Arkin yedach besitrachada Ve'chevan de'yachman Hamaya shema ya'arkun Kame ve'alda Ve'alda unete et Yad Yadcha Besitra Hada Besitra Acharanin de Hahumate Yitzdarhulach Lemain Acharanin Amarabi Elazal Chamein Elazimnin Itkre Haimate Mate Ha Elohim Ulazimnin Matehu de Moshe Amarabi Shimon Trehavu Vahari Ukmua uve sifra de rav hamnuna sava shapir ka amal de holachad bein de itma de kuchabrihu uven de moshe ve hai matele it arab sitra di gvura ve alda un te et yad et yadecha da smola de ihu besitra di gvura amal rabishimon vai le inun de lachaman de oraita kare kamaihu vela yadin vela mashkichin tachazi besitra di gvura mit are main bealma Venafke Maya, Vehashtaba e Kuchabrihule, Nagva Maya, Amai unete et yadecha, de ihu smola, E le harem et et matecha, Le nagva Maya unete et yadecha, Le atava Maya, Ule atarat besitra, Ule atarat sitra di gvura, Ule atava Maya al mitraim, Uvegin kach train milin, Haha dichtiv, Harem. Matecha unete et yadecha al hayam uvake uvka ehu vehat home havo ele kuchabrihu aved nisa gon nisa kemad atamel kaf utehomot belevyam vehavu azle azle beyabeshta gomaya hadaudichtiv vayavau bene israel betochayam beyabasha. As for you, raise your staff, uniteh, and stretch out your hand over the sea and split it. Exodus fourteen sixteen. raise your staff, on which is engraved the holy name. Bend your hand to one side, and as soon as the waters see the name, they will flee from it. So uniteh, and turn your hand to one side, because the other sides of that staff you will need for other waters. Rabbi Elazar said, I see that sometimes, sometimes this staff is called the staff of Elohim, and sometimes the staff of Moses. Rabbi Shimon said there were two, as has been established, yet in the book of Rab Hamnuna Sava, he explained well that all is one, whether it is attributed to the Blessed Holy One or to Moses, the staff is intended to arouse the side of Gvula. Therefore, stretch out your hand, the left one, on the side of Gvula. Rabbi Shimon said, Woe to those who do not see that Torah is proclaim that Torah is proclaiming in front of them. They do not know and do not care. Come and come. 
and see on the side of Gvua, water is aroused in the world, water is issue. Now the Blessed Holy One wanted to dry up the water, so why stretch out your hand, which is the left? Well, raise your staff to dry up the waters and stretch out your hand to bring the waters back, arousing the side of Gvura and bringing the waters back on the Egyptians. Therefore, two elements here, as is written, raise your staff and stretch out your hand over the sea and split it. But they were abysses. Well, the Blessed Holy One had performed a miracle within a miracle. As is said, abysses congealed in the heart of the sea, Exodus 15.8. And they walked on dry land in the midst of the water. As is written, the children of Israel came into the midst of the sea on dry land, Exodus 14.22. Footnote 122, on the side of Gvura, waters arouse. Although chesed is often symbolized by water, here the point is that through the power of Gvura, water issues into the world. Rabbi Shimon wonders then why God would tell Moses to stretch out his left hand and thereby stimulate Gvura, which would make the waters flow, not dry them up. He explains that first God commanded Moses to raise a staff engraved with a divine name in order to dry up the waters, then to stretch out his left hand to bring the waters back upon the Egyptians. Footnote 123, and split it. But they were abysses. How could abysses, thought to be bottomless depths of the ocean, possibly be split? Rabbi Shimon explains that God performed a double miracle, congealing the depths and splitting the waters, thus enabling Israel to walk on a solid foundation in the midst of the sea. That's it for today's reading. Catch you tomorrow. Take care.